okay. What was the problem before, huh? Don't lie. Why are you like this? Why you gotta be like that, microphone? Or, it's not, I guess not microphone, garage band. <laughs> hey. I don't want to blame the right person here. It's almost like... Or inanimate object. Why aren't you the really expensive professional program that we expect you to be? Yeah, that I know and love. Hmm? Yeah. Hmm? Why? Why aren't you the really expensive $5 <laughs> program that I want? <laughs> anyway. That we know and love. That's right. Hello. Hi. Welcome. To Hysterical History, a podcast with me, Alexis, and me, Haley. Bye. <laughs> we just leave. That's the end. That's the whole thing. You got your singing, and now it's over. It's a minimalist, uh, short-form podcast where we do weird acapella. <laughs> I mean, that was just like a thing that Bill Wirtz would put up on his <laughs> YouTube channel. Some mm-hmm. of the things he has up are like four seconds, and I'm like, I don't even... What? <laughs> I mean, it, he he's trapped in his own mind. <laughs> his true. day job is just wearing him down so it's true. much. If, if y'all haven't seen History of the World, and I guess, or History of Everything, I guess, or History of Japan um, by Bill Wirtz, you need to. There's a kind of really good. Uh, desperate franticness to it Yeah, that just, to me, it screams person who needs a hobby mm-hmm. to get rid of the excess creativity that their job stifles yeah. most of the time. Like he's like a computer programmer or something, and so he's like, I just need Or even, like, maybe he does jingles for his job, yeah. but they always demand, like, the most boring, stupid mm-hmm. things, and he's like, I just want to, like, talk about cool things and do, like, cool, funny jingles. Right. He has to do, like, boring videos, which is why all of his videos look like he's on acid. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. And so this is him just, like, letting loose. These are our theories about Bill Wirtz. Yeah. If you're listening, Bill, email us and tell us what the truth is. Or don't. But do email us because, hi, (laughs) I love you. Anyway, today we're talking about terrorism. Well, um, you know this is the hysterical history Mm -hmm. podcast. But we're talking about funny terrorism. (laughs) Like, the funny terrorism. So, like... (laughs) Haley's kind of comedy. Yeah. Yeah. I often hold you prisoner within Mm -hmm. comedy, (laughs) which is why we established safe words. That's true. Yeah. Which is safe word. Yeah. The safe word (laughs) is safe word of comedy. It's the best. But uh, today, if you don't know what day it is, when this goes up, it's the 5th of November. (gasps) What? Which is a famous day of almost terrorism (laughs) in England. (laughs) And it's so spooky and now we just have like a nice little bonfire and mm-hmm. we um just hang you know, out. Get some like little sparklers yeah. and make some eggies and baskets. We're just like, remember how things didn't blow up and we'll do that with fireworks? That's pretty great. <laughs> what if it did? This is what it would have looked like. Let's it's pre- beautiful. <laughs> Let's pretend to burn a man alive. <laughs> That'd be really great. Casual. <laughs> That's my favorite part. Uh so the fifth of November, if you don't know, is also called Guy Fox Day. Mm-hmm. Uh if you've ever seen V for Vendetta. He wears a Guy Fox mask, and you know, then like Anonymous does. So that's if you, you've yeah. probably seen it. You know, you know. Have you? But watched? what happened on the day? The day of fifth uh, of November. 5th of November. <laughs> remember, remember the fifth of November, the gunpowder treason and plot. I know of no reason why the gunpowder treason should ever be forgot. And you have to use a voice when you do it. You do, or else it's wrong. It's wrong. <laughs> Everyone does. Even, uh, like, Moore, when he was writing the original comic, yeah. you can hear him doing 
Oh, totally. Like an extra voice on top of his voice. Speaking of, I've read the novel mm-hmm. um, just before we start, and uh, there is a song in it. Uh-huh. And I remember, like, in—I was reading it when I was in high school, and I remember in band, like, before we started, or, like, I was in there while it was, like, lunch or something. Uh-huh. And so I, like, played it on the piano so that I could sing the song right in the book. Oh. Um, it's pretty gross. It's about how they're, like, fingers and cats, like, because they're all mutated and growing weird and gross. Like, where inside the cat? Like, just in, like, the stomachs and stuff. Okay. Like, in the internal organs. That's better than what I was thinking. Yeah, no. They're, like, the, everything's mutated and growing things okay. that shouldn't be growing. That's, like, so much better. <laughs> when you just say there's a finger inside a cat. Okay, don't dwell on it. Listen. Move on. <laughs> I'm going to cut it out. I mean, anyway. Even, even just imagine a cat and it opens its mouth and, like, a finger <laughs> comes out. Yeah, it's like, pretty bad. Like, the, like aliens. <laughs> Like opens that like <laughs> it just points at you judgmentally. It's fair. No, it was like inside their organs. It's like the that's the worst thing I've ever seen. I hate cats now. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> to start off, I have a a quote from Alex Altman from a Times Magazine article mm-hmm. or Time Magazine. I was to say Times because I want to say New York Times. Yeah, but then it's Time Magazine. Yeah, which, not plural. Which is it? One time. Yeah, one, um, just one. And he says the English, among other talents, are adept at nurturing their grudges. <laughs> yeah. What else are you gonna do? You don't nothing else to do. And it's like you know when when you're like not attached to Europe and you don't have them to fight with, you just gotta fight with yourself. And like you have a nice moat, you're sitting pretty. Yep. You feel kind of safe. So you just so kinda, what do you do? You sit back in your little castle island and you just like think dark thoughts. So of course it all comes back to Henry VIII as it always does, mm-hmm. because he's like. You know, my wife's not making the boy babies like I want, so which one? Uh, the first one. Yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna leave the Church of or the I'm gonna leave the Catholic Church, <laughs> start the Church of England. I'm in charge now. Mm-hmm. I can do whatever I want. Church of England. And the Pope's like, don't. <laughs> He's like, well, I'm the I'm the I'm the head of the Church of England, and I say and yes. He says, too bad. But so <laughs> yes, Henry. Yes, Henry's like we're not doing Catholicism anymore, and then he dies, mm-hmm. and then his daughter or the, his son Edward is in charge for like two minutes, and he's cool with the Church of England, but then he dies, so it doesn't matter. Weak. And then Mary, his daughter from his Catholic wife, is in charge, and she's like, guess what? Catholicism back <laughs> on. Uh huh. So everybody's confused in like a big way. Yeah. And at first they're like, maybe she'll be cool. And then she gets married to King Philip and they're like, never mind. Like, no. that's the strong statement of, like, Catholicism all the way. Yeah. England's afraid of Spain and all their Catholicness. So they're like, oof, that's rough, buddy. Yeah. Is he the hot one? Yeah. 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 Um, but then she dies pretty fast. Yeah, it's too bad. Yeah. And so then it's Queen Lizzie is in charge now. And she's mm-hmm. like, guess what? Catholicism's over again. So everybody's got, like, really bad... Uh, religious whiplash of, like, what are we and what are we not and what's happening. They got those whipplers. Because it's like, it, at this point in England, it feels like every other person in charge is going to switch it back and forth mm-hmm. forever. Yeah. Which is so stressful. Like, you know, because, like, <laughs> like in France, they know. Mm-hmm. Everybody, it's Catholic and it's only Catholic. Yeah. So, like, Protestants yeah. know that there's no hope. Right. And they, they're trying still to resist, they'll, but— They'll kick you out. They'll kill you. Yeah. And they're pretty solid on mm-hmm. where it is. But when 
uh, every time it changes, they kill everyone who yeah. likes the other one. It gets pretty stressful. It's like you can't be anything, you know? It's like, like confusing. <laughs> What's the right answer? And it makes you unhappy. And then the like and then it switches and then if you were loyal, now you're the enemy. Yeah. And they all know your name. And if you weren't loyal and then it switches back, then they're like, Oh, traitor. And yeah. it's like I was just trying to survive. So there's no winning. You can't win. It's bad. And so, yeah, Lizzie switches it. And, you know, Mary kills a whole bunch of Protestants and Lizzie kills a whole bunch of Catholics. Oh, I get so. it. Religion is the terrorism. <laughs> or the monarchy is the terrorism. Power. No, the, power is the terrorism. Power is always the terrorism. <laughs> and like we said, there's there's problems in all of Europe for Protestantism, you yes. know, for—, for Difference in religion, I should say. Yeah. Protestantism is the problem. The problem is people don't agree yeah. and they angry. And this is the point where you're still supposed to be whatever religion the person mm-hmm. in charge is. Yeah. And in most countries, that's just like people are like, but I want to be Protestant mm-hmm. and my country's Catholic. Yeah. But in England, it's like uh, every other day I don't know what to be mm-hmm. or do. Um, and it's d- difficult. When Luther put Scary. that like list on the door, he's like, this won't be too bad. Yeah. (laughs) I'm just mad. This probably won't have repercussions. Can you imagine, like, (laughs) if he knew how many people died because of that? I wonder if if it's possible, if you can even calculate that. Right. I mean, probably, if if you can calculate how many people died in the Crusades, you can probably calculate. Yeah, you can give a pretty good estimation. Yeah. It'd be a difficult, it'd be difficult math to do, because you'd have to calculate everyone for every single country. Because there's so many permutations of it. It's a lot. And you have to figure out when it ends, Mm -hmm. which is like, that's probably hard, too. (laughs) it hasn't, hasn't yet, really. Eh. Like, they don't have big wars, but, no, um, you know, some countries. Sure. But I, I don't think most of it's about Catholicism or Protestantism anymore. Yeah. It's other things, which aren't his fault. <laughs> He's not involved in. But anyway. Just leave me out of this. So, yeah, there's lots of whiplash. People are fighting a lot. And people are really judgmental and untrusting of each other because there's, you know, no stability mm-hmm. happening. And they're very untrustful of the monarchy and just, like, confused in general all the time about what we're doing. Um, so that's fun. <laughs> it's great time. It's always good. Everyone wants to live in the past. And, like, I want to say, in when we were talking about uh, Mary, Queen of Scots, that we talked about kind of, like, why do you kill her now um, when she's lived there for, like, 15 years or something in England? It's like, what's the point? Mm-hmm. You know, just, like, let her die or whatever. Yeah, she just, like, stumbled bleeding into your country. And you're like, yeah. and time's up. Right, and it's like, either kill her right away or just leave her alone. Like, yeah. it's weird to wait so long and then kill her. Um, but after reading some of this, I sort of understand better. Uh, I think mostly because I think that Elizabeth thought after she was in charge for a bit that people would just go back to being Anglican and mm-hmm. she wouldn't have to worry about it too much. And that was not true. Mm, they re- uh, resisted. A lot. And then when Mary's there, Mary's very Catholic. And Mary's willing to get married and have kids. And she yeah. has a son uh-huh. who can be king. And so I think she just gets really stressed out about the idea that, like, they're going to take over, specifically because I think it's, like—I don't want to look up in the book that I read. But I think it's, like, 1574, and she kills Mary, like, in the 1580s. So it's a while later. But the Pope um, excommunicates her. Mary Uh, or Elizabeth? Elizabeth. And which— 
means to the Catholics in England that he says, like, she's not really in charge anymore. Fair mm-hmm. game to take her out. Yeah. Basically. God doesn't love her anymore. Yeah, which yeah. is really stressful. And especially when they have a queen ready to go. Yeah. Who has a claim. Like, it's not like she's Catholic and we like her, so she's in charge. It's like, no, like, yeah. legitimate reason that she should be queen, mm-hmm. which is real bad. And so I'm assuming she just got, like, stressed out about it after a while and was like, it's just better if she goes, you yeah. know? Like, why am I doing this to myself just to keep her alive? <laughs> it's not safe for you to be. But— Obviously, that does not help with the Catholics who maybe are calming down a little bit mm-hmm. about it. You know, like that's just going to get them angry again. Because yeah. now they're just like, okay, okay. we see how it okay. is. Okay, okay. We see how it is. <laughs> Sorry. There was a quote from History.com where it says, Catholicism in England was heavily repressed under Queen Elizabeth I, particularly after excommunication. To which I responded, what an understatement. People died. <laughs> History.com. It People was. are killed. <laughs> it was suppressed. Yeah, they were heavily repressed. I'm like until they died. What a um <laughs> what a what a strange and interesting use of third person. Mm-hmm. They they were suppressed. Yeah. Really? Yeah. By mm-hmm. by whom? How hard? Mm-hmm. Really? They died? But after that they Just did on their own. After that they they said people died. And so I'm like, <laughs> "Thank you. People have died." Uh, so during her reign, dozens of priests were put to death. Catholics could not even legally celebrate mass or be married according to their own rights. Um, they also told me that they can't serve in the military, which I was like, I never think about that being part of like religious oppression. So I was like, fascinating. Yeah. That they're just like, we don't want you to die for our country. And I'm just like, okay. okay. I mean, I guess. I'm like, whatever. Usually people are trying to use religion to get out of serving. Yeah. But no, they're like, they, we won't let you be in the military. We don't want any dirty Catholics there. Because I think they, they don't trust you. Mm-hmm. And if they're fighting another Catholic group, oh, yeah. then you're going to betray them. Absolutely. Uh, so it's bad. Um, they have huge fines for if you don't go to church. Uh, so, like, not only can you not go to Catholic church, you have to go to Anglican church. You can't not go to church or you get in trouble and you get fined. <laughs> church of England. Cake Which, or death. Uh, this book I read, uh, or part of, <laughs> Remember, Remember, A Cultural History of Guy Fawkes Day by uh, Sharp, he talks about the problem that is in that, like, it creates a problem where people are going to Anglican church to not get have to pay fines because they're poor. Yeah. And, you know, it's better than trying to put up a fuss if they can't pay for it. But then it creates this, like, statistical problem of, like, people not knowing how many Catholics there actually are. Yeah. Because people are going to church. They're disguising their religion. Yeah. And, and they, and like, they say, like, the problem is, too, that, like, they can go to Anglican church. A lot of them go, don't take communion and, you know, because it's not their religion. But you can just say you don't want it. You don't have to do it. And then... Uh, they could just be privately having their own Catholic stuff going on in their brain, mm-hmm. which you can't control. So unless it's 1984. So <laughs> like it doesn't – is it doing what you want it to do? Yeah. And the answer is like not really, I don't think. Right. Look, you should have given them armbands. You, yeah. You, you missed – You should have branded them. Listen. <laughs> Ar- armbands. I'm telling you. Yeah. 
Um, and printing and importing Catholic books is high treason. Uh, if you house a priest, then, like, they're treasonous and so are you. They're terrible house guests. Yeah, it's, it's, it's treason. a bad time. <laughs> Very dirty. They never clean up their dishes. Disgusting. Nasty people. Um, and then they start making it so that if you're in parliament or you're a school teacher and stuff, you have to take an oath that you're Anglican before I, you do it. I love that those are equivalent. <laughs> in parliament yeah. or a school teacher. Or or school teachers. Yeah. If yeah. you're in charge of the country or teaching Well, those minds. are like the two ends. Yeah. It's not just those two. There's a whole group of people in the middle okay. also. Okay. <laughs> it's from this to that, yeah. not these two. But the, These two stations. In between these two groups, a lot of people, just to have a job, you have to be like, I'm Anglican, I promise. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, um, I don't know how effective that is, but I feel like maybe that would be a breaking point for some people. Uh, because, you know, you're much more worried, I think, swearing an oath uh, where you have to swear it to God that you're yeah. not the religion, especially yeah. Catholics, because they're so worried about, like, I feel like there's so much more concern in Catholicism where it's like, make one wrong step and you're doomed forever. Yeah. As opposed to Protestantism, I feel like there's a lot more, like, loosey-goosey ideas with that. It's weird sometimes how little forgiveness there is. In, <laughs> in a some, religion based on some forgiveness. Reli- some <laughs> Christian sects. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that like the point? Right. Shouldn't uh, let I mean, repentance, I, listen, you know? I'm not in the club. Yeah. It's not my, but it seems like that should above all be the point. Yeah, no, I agree. Mm, but <laughs> as someone in the club, uh, I agree. But who knows? Maybe you just want to brand people. Maybe right. that's your thing. And not only do they have to swear and be like, I'm Anglican, but they have to swear that Elizabeth's the head of the church, okay. which is which uncomfortable. Is true. A true oh, for it that church. True. But you have to say you think that she's the pope, essentially. Yeah. And they're going to have problems with that. Pope Liz. Catholic people love popes. For some reason. They do. I mean, I don't think you shouldn't. And just like, they're really into the Pope. I mean, yeah, he's... I get it. He is he's the, in charge. He's the phone to God. Yeah. The mouthpiece. Um, But so the English Protestants are like, you know, living their dream. And the English Catholics are like, Spain, please help us. Please. Mm-hmm. For hey, the love of everything. Hey, Spain. <laughs> um... I find it strange that they're begging Spain and not France, uh, just because France is closer. Mm-hmm. But I, Mary was married to Philip, so maybe they think that they are owed more from Spain. Yeah. Spain is also stronger Catholic at this point, whereas France is having their own problems. Yeah. They're probably not going to help them. But I'm like, you could still ask. <laughs> or like, yeah, like what's the French military situation? I mean, they are having if, a lot of like Huguenot fighting right now. Yeah, because if they're having their own problems, they can't yeah. spare. They can't spare. Yeah, like I was reading too in the book that like Henry of Navarre, who marries Marguerite, mm-hmm. um, Catherine's daughter, that was supposed to be kind of um, peace offering to the people of France. That like he's Protestant and she's Catholic, and like it's cool, and mm-hmm. it does not work. Yeah, they don't see. They see right through it, and they don't care. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Yeah, they're they're having issues of their own. They don't have time to help you, probably. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah. So Spain is the business, and that's when, you know, Philip tries to come in with the Armada and gets squashed to mm-hmm. pieces. And he's also trying in the Netherlands to, like, keep control over it because I think Spain owns it at the time and keep it Catholic, and it's not working because yeah. they're very Protestant in the Netherlands don't, right then. Don't try it in the lowlands. No. They'll, they'll ruin you. And, I mean, that's where we had that episode about the people who took over that town and then went, like, insane. Yeah. And somehow Catholic, and Catholics were the good guy in that. That's still, like, 
one of the <laughs> most outrageous The Anabaptists, yeah. yeah. And they're sort of... I don't. They're not the good guy in this. I guess it's more to, in this one. It's more gray of like they're both not doing good things like to each other. Everyone needs to calm down. Yeah, like just settle it down. Could we all just like not kill everyone? Yeah, I put uh, this isn't a uniquely English problem. Everyone has this problem right now. Yeah. So good for you. And we talked about it with France and Scotland and a Baptist. Yeah, it's all the same. So, Mary, or, uh, not Mary, Mary gets murdered. <laughs> Mary dead. Uh, Liz dies too. Mm-hmm. And that means that King James I is up, and Mary's son. Mm-hmm. And so Catholics are like, awesome. Because <laughs> what could go wrong? Because his mom is so Catholic. Yeah. And he's Scottish that they're like, oh, he's totally going to be cool yeah. beans for us. Um, and cool he. Scottish beans. And then he marries Anne, and people are like, Pretty sure she's Catholic, too. They think she converted, like, a while ago. Mm -hmm. So they're like, great Catholic wife, Catholic mom. He's Scottish, very Catholic. (laughs) Great. It's like mixing paints on a palette. Yeah. You just need enough of one color. (laughs) And then you'll get it. You'll get it. But he's not. Mm. He's a Protestant. Yeah. Uh, Turns out religion isn't paint. (laughs) It's weird. And also, like, I wonder if he was Catholic and then he was, like— Counting people, and he was like, "Maybe I should be Protestant." <laughs> I want to live. Yeah, uh, or if like he, sp- like he spent so much time with Elizabeth that he's like, maybe Catholic, or maybe like, yeah, uh, being Protestant's okay. He like you know, drank her Kool Aid. Yeah, or yeah. She's like his. Of, um, she becomes like his second mom, so yeah. it's like maybe he's just like okay, or maybe she even told him like it's better if you're Protestant, probably. Um, right, because by Protestant we mean Church of England. Yes, yeah, that's their only form of Protestantism mm-hmm. in England. Is Anglican. That's all we have. <laughs> Don't try to be a third thing, okay? Yeah. It's already bad enough with two. Mm-hmm. No other options. <laughs> I love this because in the back of my mind, there's always, and the Puritans were so weird that nobody <laughs> wanted them. Yeah. They had to leave. Mm-hmm. They don't. I don't think they exist yet. Maybe yeah. they do, but they're being real quiet. Not yet, <laughs> but like in all of and this should be. is... There's people that are so weird they have to cross the Atlantic. Yeah. And get like shipped like, out. Get out of here. You're too weird. We hate it. We can't even kill you. You just need to get out. Right. And if you've ever heard of a KJV, King James version of the Bible, um, that's this guy. Mm. Well He translated into English so people could read it. So it's nice. So that's who we have to blame. To blame for the terrible. <laughs> I mean, I think it's a decent translation. Um it's definitely not the most readable, but yeah. it's also from 1600s. So right, it's not his fault. It's like no. everybody who thinks things that sound like they're Shakespearean are better <laughs> yeah. inherently. Yeah, when it's like no, it's just old. It's it's just the time period. It's just old. Yeah, just because they're old don't doesn't mean it's better. No, but so yeah, he's Protestant. So Catholics are like bummed. <laughs> But they also, Bummed. because he has so many people close to him who were Catholic, he, they think he's going to be nicer mm-hmm. than El- Elizabeth. Right. Maybe he'll be a moderate. Yeah. A, a mod uh, prod. Like, that he'll maybe he'll just take some of their restrictions off and then just, like, not be with them but not be against them. That's what they're yeah. hoping. The mod, and, the mod prod father. Yeah. <laughs> and he does a couple things that make them think that might be true. Mm-hmm. Um, he signs the Treaty of London in 1604 where England agrees to end the aid for the Protestant Dutch. Okay. Um, and Spain agrees to give no more military assistance to – or he give, he agrees to not help the English Catholics. Okay. So basically like, hey, you leave those Protestants uh, – we're not going to support you, you know, hurting them or whatever. You 
uh, don't help them hurt us, basically. Mm-hmm. So it's like, cool. Let's just chill out. Hands off. Yeah. And it's mostly, I think, that James just doesn't want Spain right there that close. Yeah. <laughs> so he's like, how about we just don't, you don't mess in my business and I won't mess in your business. Also, about. isn't that like his, like, dad's country? Or am I, is that a different kid? Who's James related to? Mary. Yeah. So Spain. What is No, he Mary Queen of Scots. Oh, okay. Not Mary Tudor. Oh, okay. Yeah. Never mind. So no, he's not. Different Mary. There's no. two. <laughs> England, <laughs> you got to get, like, more names. Yeah, no. He's he's just Scottish and English. Okay. That's it. Uh, but, yeah, so he's like, we won't support them. You don't support our people, and we'll just be cool. Mm-hmm. And they're like, great. Uh, which which sounds like they're less, he's less on the, like, Protestant train. He's yeah. more, he's being more neutral than Elizabeth was. Um, but then in 1604, he publicly condemns Catholicism as a superstition ordered all Catholic priests to leave England and expressed concern that the number of Catholics is increasing. Mm. <laughs> so, nope. Mm. That's always good when you're like, you need to get out of the country. You all have to go. Yeah. And go where, friend? Yes. You're, <laughs> the area that you can go safely is depleting fast. Go to Italy. Through. <laughs> go around. Yeah. All the way. Yeah, just go around. Spain will help you get around. Go, just go to Spain. Go to Spain. Go to Spain. Get them to pick you up. <laughs> you know what? Spain will love you. Spain will pick you up. If Spain loves you so much, why don't they marry you? Yeah. Here, take them. <laughs> Spain will armada you right home. <laughs> um, oh, there you go. Take them. Yeah. But uh, he also continues other policies like fining and like making the Protestants or making them go to Protestant services. So like... It's not better. It's weird, too. Like, yeah. listen, if your plan is to fine people a huge sum of money, uh, just, like, let them practice their religion and make a lot of money. Yeah. What are you doing? It's not what Protestants do, Haley. Well, they're idiots. People have been trying to the do Catholics that. Catholics are all about making money. People have been trying to do that to Jews forever. <laughs> And listen, much more appreciated than when you put them, like, in camps and in boats and, like, force them to leave. Also, I want I want to remind everyone that we're not insulting Catholics as currently or as a group in general. Yes. Historical Catholics. Or Jews or, or Protestants. Jews. Nobody. Or Nobody. The English. Nobody. Or the Spanish. Nope. Or the Dutch. Nobody. French. Nobody. I mean. Scottish. Nobody. Maybe the French. <laughs> no. No. Well, she's not. I would never. She would never. <laughs> I might a little. So I wrote, English Catholics are not taking this lying down. They are crafty people. <laughs> they are crafty. <laughs> They're getting out their crafting tools. They're going to knit a revolution. So they tried a whole bunch of things against Elizabeth that didn't work, like plans to take over and stuff. Uh, and they keep doing that under James. They're like, we got to think of some plants. Let's mm-hmm. get rid of them. Let's figure it out. What do we do? <laughs> Knitting wasn't working. We They're should try like, crochet. Throw it at the board. See what sticks. What do we do? What do we do? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so in 1603, there's a few priests and laymen, and they hatch a plan called the by-plot. I mean, it's bad when you call it a hatching. Hatch the plan. If you hatch it, it's bad. It's called the by-plot, like bye-bye. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, it's not like they all suddenly, like, discovered a part of themselves where, like, you know what? I like the same, like, gender as me. No. No, it's too no. soon. Not that. It's not that yeah. fun of a byplot. <laughs> the byplot. They're like, let's get James to be gay sometimes, and then what people if, won't like it. What if James like, like kissed his boyfriend more and just yeah. settled down? Yeah, and then he just calmed down. What if What if he gave him a Catholic boyfriend? What if that? 
What if you had a Catholic boyfriend? Perfect. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Brilliant. By plot. Oh, my gosh. By plot. No, it was to kidnap him. Well. Um, and then they got turned in by fellow Catholics. Ooh. The betrayal. They're like, not like this. They're like, really? You guys? Uh, and they're like, I just don't want you to kidnap the king. I, that seems like seems like a problem. I also, like, now that James is in charge, I don't think they have a lot of um, spares. Who right. else Who, is going to be in charge? Who's in line for the throne? Because when it was Mary is still around, like, sure, but she's dead. Who And James, I think, is your only person because Elizabeth didn't have kids. Who becomes monarch after him. And Mary doesn't have kids. I don't know. I assume one of his kids. <laughs> uh, so who would have been in line? I don't know. Uh, like mysterious, some like probably a Scottish person relative. Yeah, yeah, like maybe his uncles or something. I think they're dead. Anyway, uh oh. So yeah, I'm like we need to think about the succession because you have a problem with that in England in the general, like more so than other countries. So let's do that before we kidnap someone. Can you imagine how wild it would have been if England as a whole was like, well. We're out of monarchs, but what if we just elect a new pope? <laughs> and then it becomes it becomes a theocracy. Yikes. Imagine what would have happened to it you, England. It would have been really bad. <laughs> it would have how different you would have Ooh, been. You would have had your own like bloody French Revolution status going on. <laughs> that would on. have been wow. Yikes. How weird would that have been? How fun. So there's another one that they had called the main plot. Uh, how is main spelled? M A I N. Okay. Main. Not like M A I N E. No, like they're not going to go to Maine. Stephen King's Maine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're going to release a Cthulhu monster. <laughs> uh, the, the clown it comes yeah, out. Yeah, and it's going to kill James. We all float. <laughs> but so that plan is to kill James, and apparently they're going to install his cousin on the throne. Guess he has a cousin who's okay, got a claim. He's got a cousin. There we go. That's, I don't think that's going to be good though. If it even happened, but it don't. You don't. Um, they don't have any more information about it, so I just assume they gave up. That was, <laughs> they were just like, that was just spitballing. That one's not going to work. <laughs> They're like, that was a bad one. So in 1604, in May, that makes sense. There's though. a handful of Catholics. Yeah. Uh, Guy Fox, uh, Robert Catesby, mm. Tom Winter, Jack Ooh. Wright, and Thomas Percy. These are all really good English names. Yeah. I love Tom Winter. It's for Guy Fox is not a good. That's uh, that's a really great name. Tom Wintour. Yeah, T O U R. Wintour. 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 Um, and they meet at the Duck and Drake Inn in London. Uh, very English. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, where Catesby proposes a plan to blow up the House of Parliament with gunpowder. Mm, that'll so get the Catholics. It's called Guy Fox Day. Guy Fox isn't even in charge. Mm-hmm. He's. I know. In all the stories, I'm like, you seem like. A loser. He is. You seem like you didn't, like yeah. you were barely here. Yeah, he's added to the plot pretty late. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Like you were the like spindly loser guy that everyone else pointed to. Mm-hmm. Uh, so in his early 30s when he conceived of this plot, Catesby is like very um, like gregarious and people really like listening to his talk. He's magnetic, mm-hmm. you know, so all these people are like, yeah, let's do that. Yeah. That sounds like a great idea. Played by Zac Efron. Um, a Victorian historian declared, he is said to have ex- or exercised a magical influence on all who mixed with him. So clearly someone has a crush on him who's mm-hmm. writing about him. Yeah, it happened to that writer. Uh-huh, yeah, they're like, oh, wow. I would bang him. Hot. <laughs> 
gets weird sometimes when you listen to historians talk about someone and you're like, wow, you like you have, have a real interest in them, don't you? You have a crush on them. Yeah, yeah, a romantic interest in someone who's very dead. They're, hmm. they're not into you. It's they can't over. Be. It's over. <laughs> it's get over. over it. You got to move on. <laughs> I get it, though. Sometimes you read about someone and you're like, wow, they're incredible. I love them. And it's them. like, I wish I could meet them because I just, they're so good. Mm-hmm. Afterwards, though, all these five men swear an oath of secrecy on a prayer book. It they're like, sounds like it turned out really well. Yeah, yeah. They're like, yeah. we're going to do this, but it's secret. And we're binding you to God that it's a secret. I mean, here in the year so 2000, 2019, yeah. you're telling me that they made this oath. So so it's real secret. So I know it turned out really well yeah. for them. <laughs> this secret. So Robert Catesby, uh, Thomas Wintour, Thomas Percy, and John Wright uh, enlist Fox as their ringer. No. He's, oh, God, he's the bait. He's like the bait. Well, they're going to have him do the deed because he uh, has military experience. Okay. So they think, since they're using explosives, that he would be the guy to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, he has experience with explosives? He participated in the 1595 capture of Calais, France. Okay. Um, and uh, because he's... Uh, like, he's got anonymity because he's a foreign soldier mm-hmm. that makes people think that, like, or makes them think he's less likely to get caught. Because okay. they're like, maybe he, they don't know he's Catholic. Okay. You know, because they don't know who he is. Um, As we all know, you can tell a Catholic by looking at them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but but they don't know him personally. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, the guards probably know a lot of the Catholics in town oh, because they find sure. them all the time. They know who the people are generally. Yeah. Um, there are also eight other people who join uh, whose names we don't know. So that's cool. That they're really bad at secrets. <laughs> but uh, Catesby is the leader. And uh, Fox, for a second, he's born in 1570 in York, England. Uh, but he spends all of his time that he's fighting abroad. Mm-hmm. So that's why they think people don't know a lot about like his military career because he's over there. Uh, he's fighting for Spain against Protestants and in Spanish-controlled Netherlands. Like we said, he fights in France. So he's just punching Protestants in the face with a sword or a gun. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Good. Or a bow. I don't know what he uses. Mm-hmm. Or explosives, I doubt, though. <laughs> a bow <laughs> or explosives. Either way. I mean, either one. Um, Both. He personally petitions the king of Spain to help them in starting an English rebellion against James, and then he says no. Hmm. Uh, uh, no, random peasant. He apparently was also born a Protestant in York and converted to Catholicism um, oh. later on. Self-hating Protestant. Fascinating, too, because when he's born, I'm pretty sure the country is Protestant. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, not until he gets older that he becomes Catholic. And I'm like, what rebellious youth of you to do this, but also you could just die because you, of it. Yeah. So It's a lot. You should be more careful about being rebellious in oh, the 1570s. It's a, it's a lot. Yeah. The stakes are so much higher. They're really high. Uh, people think he's a, they describe him as intelligent, as tough and cool-headed. And uh, that's why they were like, we should get that guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, he believes that the English king is a heretic who would drive out his Catholic subjects. That is what he's doing. He, sort of. Yeah. Uh, he's not getting rid of the people yet. Mm-hmm. They're just, like, getting fines. Oh, okay. He's getting rid of the priests. But he uh, thinks he's trying to get rid of all the people, too. Sure. Uh, which, like, maybe. That's the plan. <laughs> who knows? Um but, and also Fox is very anti-Scottish, which seems strange since they're very Catholic, so mm-hmm. I don't really understand. But I guess it's just classic English against Scotland racism. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. 
1605, he starts calling himself Guido instead of mm. Guy. No. Yeah. Guido Fox. I guess to be more Italian sounding? Yeah. I don't really know. More Catholic? Ah, uh, sure. But uh, it sounds a lot worse. I don't like it. Guido Fox. Guido. Yeah. Because I saw some pictures of him where it said Guido on it. And I was like, I, why does it say that? Hate and then that. It was like, he was like, guess what? I'm Guido now. Ooh, like, hate like, that. Hate it. It's bad sounding. Just not good. My name's Chaz now. <laughs> he also uses the alias John Johnson. No. Wow. <laughs> He's really reaching. Yeah. Um, I mean, you could have just named yourself Fox and spelled it right. <laughs> you try. But uh, <laughs> you could have tried. Nope. But so the plan is that there are cellars underneath or like nearby to the House of Lords mm-hmm. and Parliament where they meet that you can just rent like storage units. That seems <laughs> like a mistake. Yeah, it is. In hindsight. It really is. Uh, and so uh while he's renting it, he goes by John Johnson. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like how and, uh, really? I can't believe they let the yeah. That seems like a name someone would name a real person. Yeah, they're yeah. English, Haley. Yeah, okay, seems, <laughs> seems reasonable. Maybe he's Dutch. Smith Smithson. John yep. Johnson. It's Jan Johnson. Duh. <laughs> I'm very Protestant. Um, he just says casually. So <laughs> very Protestant. They. Are storing gunpowder in there because mm-hmm. they're like, we're going to blow this effa up and to the sky. Were they discreet about storing it there? Was that allowed? I feel like if people knew, they would not be cool with it. Uh-huh. <laughs> but uh, they are pretty discreet about it. Okay. For most of the time. Yeah. So they, they get a whole bunch of gunpowder in there. It ends up being 36 barrels of gunpowder in mm-hmm. this like little cellar that they have. Uh, but they put stuff around it. Like logs and stuff, yeah, which will help it burn, and then also, uh, so it's not as easy to spot. Sure, it's it's like camouflage and also fuel, so mm-hmm. dual purposed. How much fuel does uh, explosives need? Probably not a lot, <laughs> but you know, I thought can't hurt. I thought it just needed like a wick. Yeah, probably, but you know, but a log will do. It can't hurt. Yeah, it can only help. Maybe you can just light the logs, and then it'll blow those up, too, mm-hmm. you know? It, yeah, instead of having, in like, you have a, wick problem? a couple minutes of uh, running away, you yeah. have, like, a couple hours. Yeah. Maybe. If you need it. Uh, also, do you have any info on equivalency to what that amount of gunpowder, like, means? There are modern—we'll talk about it in a minute. Um, there are— Universities who have done modern studies about uh, what would have happened mm-hmm. if okay. it happened. And we'll talk about Spoiler that. Spoiler alert, it don't. <laughs> mm-hmm. It don't work. It don't happen. But uh, so the plan is that Fox is going to light the fuse on the 5th of November, 1605. And then uh, that's right when a new session of parliament's happening. Okay. And so it's just going to blow everybody up. Yeah. And then they're going to be like, ha-ha. <laughs> uh, ta-da. I'm in charge. I guess the cousin now. Yeah. Because not only is James going to be in there, but so are his kids. Yeah. So. So. Dunzo. Uh, bye. You weren't <laughs> expecting that, were you? Uh, James, his eldest son, the House of Lords, and the House of Commons are all going to be there. Wow. So bye. It's like <laughs> that thing they tried to do with Brexit. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I say as vague as possible. (laughs) No, but like, listen, as Americans, there are a lot of things England and the UK do that we're like, wait, that's so, really? That's in there? That you do that? It like, sometimes when we think about our personal government, like in America, 
were like, I wonder why they did it like that. And then some <laughs> things about England, we were like, oh, that's why. Oh. Hmm. That doesn't seem good. But one of them, it was like, just what if we just fired everyone and started over? Yeah, just re-elections for every single person at the same time. We're like, that can't be, that isn't really what it says in your rule book, is it? Apparently. That would be a nightmare. <laughs> I can't even imagine. That would be such a nightmare. No, no, no. But maybe, maybe, do you have that rule so people won't blow it up? I don't know. <laughs> maybe. They're like, listen, we can just, we can just ask. Yeah, yeah. We can, just, we can just tell them to go away. We can away. blow it up without explosives, okay? <laughs> yeah. Maybe this is why. We can just vote new people in. We don't have to explode the building. It's very expensive. And in America, we're like, good luck. Good luck. Good luck. We're, we're just going to do it, whatever. Watching this very <laughs> weirded out. Yeah. But so uh, Fo- Fox is going to escape on the River Thames, mm-hmm. and then they're going to cause an uprising in the English Midland, uh, kidnap James's daughter Elizabeth. And install her as a puppet queen because they're in charge. That's the plan. Cool. Uh, and then eventually marry her to a Catholic person so that they can restore the Catholic monarchy. I don't think they're capable of doing any of this. This is a lot. It's a complicated plan that I think is bad. They couldn't kidnap <laughs> one guy. Nope. And to be fair, that was the king. Yeah. So it's a little hard. But, like, yeah. have you kidnapped anyone? No. I don't know if you, like... I don't think you can. ...can do it. I, I wrote my notes, so it's really simple, and nothing could possibly fail at any stage of There's this plan. There's so, mo- so many moving it's parts. It's so easy. Listen, your plan needs to be, like, kill one guy, get out of there. Yeah, install new guy, mm-hmm. you know? Like, what happened to the cousin? Why are we doing Elizabeth now? Like, what's why his daughter now? What was wrong with the cousin? I don't know. It's weird. Um, also, do you have support to, like... Bring about this revolution in the Midlands or... Don't know. Like, who are you going to marry her off to? Does anybody know about this plan? No, it just says, like, a Catholic person. Okay, because, like... A Catholic noble of you, some sort. You can't just go up to someone with the princess and be like, you're going to marry her and this is the plan. They'll be like, yeah. what? You're wanted for so much treason. Who are you? They're going to kill me <laughs> and you and maybe her just for fun. They're like... Philip, you want a wife, right? Here's a new one. You want a wife? We got one for got you. A, Come here. Free wife. <laughs> you can have England again. Only a little fire damage. Yeah, it's fine. Fine. Um, but so it's uh, October 1605, and uh, this English nobleman, Lord Monteagle, <laughs> okay. uh, he gets a letter, mm-hmm. uh, and it says, it's an unsigned letter, mm-hmm. and it just gets straight to the point. It says, my lord, out of the love I bear to some of your friends, I have a care of your preservation. So it's not even about him. Yeah. They're like, I like your friends and they're going to be sad if you die. Mm-hmm. So anyway. <laughs> so like whatever. Therefore, I would advise you as you tender your life, it, like if you care to be alive, mm-hmm. uh, to devise some excuse to shift to your attendance at this parliament. For though there be no appearance of any stir, yet I say they shall receive a terrible blow. Okay. So he's like, look, dude, if you want to live <laughs> because my friends like you, yeah. so I guess that I like you, you shouldn't go to Parliament. Send one of your uh, assistants. Send the intern. Some bad's going to happen. Yeah. Not even, like, make sure nobody goes. Like, mm-hmm. you shouldn't go, yeah. which is very specific. There's a lot of questions about... Who sent this letter? Mm-hmm. And if it's real, um, 
because I don't know that they have the letter anymore. I think they, yeah. that someone wrote down what it said. Uh, because some people think that it was found out a different way. Uh-huh. Uh, and then they just, like, claimed that's what it was. Sure. To be cooler. Yeah, and makes it more romantic. Good and propaganda. Exciting. Yeah, like, oh, they wanted to help us because mm-hmm. we're the good people and we were in the wrong mm-hmm. or whatever. So they urge Monteagle to burn this letter after reading it. Uh-huh. Uh, and he's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no. Also, Montego's Catholic. So, mm-hmm. uh, maybe that's why they yeah. were like, don't go to Parliament, dude. <laughs> we can't kill a Catholic. Um, I'm also surprised you're allowed to go because Elizabeth wouldn't let you go. Maybe James is cooler about it. Yeah, or you're more secretive. Or you're just being it? secret. Yeah. yeah, but so he doesn't um, because he's, but it says, that's how it's phrased. Like, Montego, a Catholic did no such thing, <laughs> which made me be like, is it a, is that illegal? Yeah. Or are Catholics not allowed to burn letters? <laughs> They're like, that's against my religion. <laughs> he could not. He's not allowed, or he'd go to hell. Um, so he forwards the letter to Robert Cecil, who's the chief minister of King James. Mm, <laughs> good. And so it gets to King James, who reads it, and then he's like, I don't think that's real. <laughs> <laughs> that's fake. He's, yeah, like, seems fake, but go off, I guess. Like, <laughs> you know. Whatevs. Whatever. Um, he doesn't seem to think it's a real threat or a problem. He yeah. thinks it's just somebody goofing. So he's like, I don't really care. Just one of those goofs. Um, And to this day, nobody knows who wrote it. Uh, Some historians think that it's fake, like I said. Some people say that it was this guy who told his brother-in-law, like, who was involved in the plot. Uh, And that's why. That Monteagle's his Mm. brother-in-law. Which, like, why would it be so impersonal? Like, I like your friends. (laughs) But maybe he just doesn't want anyone to know it's him. Right. Because he didn't sign it. Disguising. Yeah. Like, instead of being like, my sister's going to be really upset if you die. Yeah. So you can't go. (laughs) Signed, definitely not your brother-in-law or whatever. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But so, even though uh, James thinks it's fake, his guard are like, should we just, like, check? Yeah. You know? What if we check? What if we just, like, check, buddy? I mean, I don't really want to, but what if we just did? And so he's like, fine, whatever. <sighs> You're such a pain in the butt. So I think he also, like, doesn't want... I think he thinks it's embarrassing if they go check and there's nothing. And then, yeah. like, the Catholics are like, look how scared you are. <laughs> Pranked you. Of, like, nothing. You got you know? punked. So he doesn't want to seem, like, weak, I think. But he's also <sighs> like, fine, just look, I guess. What if Catholics had a version of punked? <laughs> Poped. Poped. <laughs> you got poped. Yeah, you got poped. You got poped, son. <laughs> You're gonna need some holy water for that burn. Ooh, bam. Um, so the Earl of Suffolk uh, conducts a search of the palace, mm-hmm. and it's environs. My quote says, "So the around the outside yes. part, and uh, where they're due to meet." And he reports that he finds nothing. Yep, nothing here. I yeah. looked out my window, and there was just a lawn. Uh, he found no substantial cause for concern, but he did notice a privately rented ground floor storeroom that had contained an unusually large amount of firewood. <laughs> yeah, there's, like, a lot of firewood here. But, like, whatever. It's That seems normal. It is uh, fall here in yeah. England. Mm, of course. It is getting colder in and the I'm rooms. Like, what is what is an unusual amount of firewood in See, November? What I'm thinking in early November is that 
they meant 36 barrels of gunpowder. Yeah. So they're probably stacking them. Uh-huh. So it's probably tall. Yeah. And then they probably covered the entire outside with just, like, pieces of firewood. So it looks like it's, like, a butt ton. Mm-hmm. But really, it's just covering up, and it's probably not that much. Yeah. But because of that, it looks like a giant bonfire style of, like, wood. Right. So he's like, that's a lot of firewood, but also, like, it's not illegal. Mm-hmm. So, like, whatever. <laughs> but it's not illegal. So later in the day, uh, Sir Thomas uh, Nivet, he's a minor but trustworthy royal official. What? <laughs> That's how history remembers you. A minor but trustworthy <laughs> royal official. His byline in the movie. Yeah. Um, so he, they do a second search because they're like, just double check, mm-hmm. you know? He's steadfast. I don't, we don't trust that first guy. <laughs> he seems stupid. He's lazy. Yeah. He just wanted to go to bed. Um, so they go around the same buildings and do the search. And the same storeroom, he's like, this is weird. <laughs> that, that might be an illegal amount. Um, and he finds somebody, like, guarding it outside. <laughs> Come on. Uh, Come on. And it says he's not—the guy he finds is not dressed like a watchman. Instead, he's wearing cloak, boots, spurs, clothing more suited, it seemed, for making a getaway on horseback. Yeah, like he's dressed like an assassin. So he's like, what are you doing here? So they, like, grab that guy— and then they go in and find the firewood, move it a little, and then they're like, oh, it's lots of gunpowder under here. You, you, like, move one log and it's just Bink. TNT it's, underneath. It's like Jenga. Yeah. You pull one out and it just, like, falls all down and it's like, oh, it's gunpowder in it's here. It's a lot of gunpowder. <laughs> what? It just takes like, two seconds of effort to realize. And they talk to that first guy and they're like, you moron. I know, Earl of Suffolk. Don't let him do anything. He's an Earl. He, he doesn't do anything <laughs> He doesn't anyway. know how to look at stuff. Freaking Earls. Yeah. He, he didn't, like, come on. He didn't get the job because yeah. he tried out for it. He, he, just, yeah. got, he just got born. He just got born in favor yeah. of the king. His, sper- uh, his sperm hit his egg mm-hmm. and he got the job. Yeah, right then and there. Yeah. Uh, and the guy they find says his name is John Johnson. Yeah, I'm John Johnson. I'm here for Firewood. I'm Protestant. <laughs> he's English. I don't know why we're giving an accent. Because <laughs> he's, he's clearly he's faking. He yeah, came with I am a Protestant. The stupidest name. I love England. <laughs> I am from Dutchland. Yeah. The land of Dutch, not I Germany. I love London. I love it here. <laughs> Very... Don't. Don't take me away. I just sitting here to smoke. <laughs> just a smoke in front of the firewood. Uh, but yeah, they find him and they're like, "What are you doing, buddy?" Uh, at midnight on November the fourth. So like right when we're turning to the new day. And he's like, "There's nothing." <laughs> Nothing. Which I'm like, are they getting there at midnight? Like, what? Are you going to be there for like four hours or like ten, like eight hours? What are you doing? Why are you there then? Why are you dressed like a highwayman? Why aren't you staying at the inn and waiting until like five or something? How long is the wick? Is it going to burn for eight hours? Like, what? <laughs> really? And no one was going to notice in eight hours? That it's just the, the mountain of wood. Yeah. Which, by the way, no one noticed this before. No. There's like a three-story pile of... Because, well, it's in a cellar. It's like in it's okay. like it's, like it's yeah. in a storage unit. Okay. So it's not like outside. It's not yeah. like obvious. You have to go through and look at it. But yeah, so you know, he's just casually sitting out there living his life. He's got matches. It's fine. No big deal. No reason. <laughs> just nothing in my pocket. I'm just smoking. Not, I'm just smoking. For the... F- 
so Fox blames the failure of this attempted yeah. <laughs> explosion on the devil and not God. Oh. So he's saying the devil thwarted him <laughs> and is on the yeah. side of the Protestants because mm-hmm. they're evil. Yeah. Um, so he's taken to the Tower of London and uh, tortured on special order of King James. <laughs> so they're like, who all is involved in this, buddy? Uh, and he gives everybody up. <laughs> he immediately. <laughs> it's like, and yeah. Tom, and Thomas, yep, and yep. other Tom, Kate's and little Kate. Tom. Mm-hmm. It's mostly Kate's yep. to be honest. It's all, it's, he looks like Zac Efron. Yeah. You'll know him immediately. I don't even know why I'm here, He's, to be honest. He has a magnetic personality. You'll Beautiful fall in love eyes. immediately. You probably You'll already know him. <laughs> He's going to make you think he didn't do it, but he did. Listen, don't fall for it. Yeah. He has uh, the mist. And so then all of his co-conspirators are arrested Except for four of them, including Catesby, who die in a shootout with English troops. Yeah. Yeah. So they, like, stood their ground. <laughs> yeah. They're like, we're not we're not getting tortured and whatever. Which, honestly, I, good for you. Yeah, it wasn't going to go well for you. Uh, so, yeah, they're all found guilty of high treason, the ones that are alive. Yeah. And sentenced to death in January by hanging, drawing, and quartering. You might as well have been shot. So they're going to hang you and then rip your body apart. Just to yeah. double check. I mean, just make for, sure. After that, it's just for the spectacle yeah, of it. Yeah, for fun. Yeah. Um, so Which, on the, do you think that we have viewers who don't know what drawn and quartering is? It's possible. It's where you attach horses to your limbs with ropes, and then they just pull you apart. Yeah, horses pull you apart yeah. with ropes. Quartering, like it's your four limbs. and So your body, like, tears apart like tissue paper. It's really gross. Yeah. And it was, like, very typical. Mm-hmm. Like, this is normal to do. Yeah. Usually you're dead already. Because they usually hang you first. But. Which is weird because, like, I mean. It's so gross. It's going to be gross either way. And, like, you're not going to die very fast and then you're going to be screaming. It's bad. I but get it. On the other hand, what better way to dissuade Catholics from <laughs> trying this again? Yeah. True. Than, like, watching a man screaming get pulled apart into four pieces. I think at this point it's uncivilized to do <laughs> to a, a live person <laughs> in the 1600s. <laughs> Listen, we're getting, like, nasty about it, but we're not monsters. No. We'll draw and quarter him, but he'll be dead first. That's, that's like an ancient Greek thing to do. That's It's too old now. <laughs> we're not We're not Mediterranean. We're, like, past the Renaissance at this point. I mean, it's not. We're not doing that. I mean, we're early modern. Let's not get uppity about sure. it. <laughs> I do think it's not cool anymore. <laughs> anyway. We have uh, standards. So on the day of Fox's execution, mm-hmm. he jumps from the gallows and breaks his neck and dies. I Good for you. So why, why not? Yeah. Uh, they still quarter him anyway. I mean, what a dive and then to they, break your neck and die on the first jump. Yeah. I would have just, like, bruised my ankle probably. Probably, yeah. No, he went head first. Yeah. He was like, I would like to die from this. Yes. Yeah. I'm not going to get away, mm-hmm. so let's just die how I want to. They also execute a Jesuit priest a f- couple months later because they think he was involved and he probably wasn't. <laughs> but that's their excuse. Yeah. You helped them. You know, the Jesuits. And he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. I just wanted to read my books. And they're like, nope. We hate not that. Not here, idiot. We hate that. Don't do it here. You came to the wrong island. That's right. Get out. And Catholics are uh, not fully emancipated in England until the 19th century. Uh, where they're like, it's okay for yeah. you just to be the way you are. Yeah. Till till the Victorian era. <laughs> till Vicky gets yeah. there and then she's like, whatever. I mean, I don't care. Who cares? Like, really? Well, you pay taxes? Great. So the plot is revealed the next day, right? They, like, let everybody know. 
They tried to blow us up. It didn't work because mm-hmm. we're heroes. Mostly the one guy because yeah. the other guy completely failed. The one. And James thought it was fake. So, like, it's mostly that guy. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure James is taking all the credit. Yeah, like everyone's like, oh, that was real? Weird. Oh, hmm. Hmm. Strange. Huh. So, uh, they make it a national holiday immediately. <laughs> like, the day of. It's kind of great. Um, they they make it a Thanksgiving day. Yeah. Um. The festivities spread pretty quickly to, to like, the American colonies when they mm-hmm. leave, right? Because, like, why not? I mean, everyone loves a good, like, bonfire day. Yeah. And there it becomes known as Pope Day or Bonfire Night, where they burn an effigy of the Pope or Guy Fox, mm-hmm. depending. It's pretty uh, awesome. And, like, when I was first reading this, you know, like, when I was thinking about it, I didn't realize that, like— they were burning Guy Fox and stuff. Yeah. So I was like, why are they celebrating him? I don't understand. And it's like, they're not. They're like, mm-hmm. look, we beat this loser. Yep. And I'm like, ah, it makes more sense now. Got you first. Nailed it. <laughs> um, yeah. It says British subjects on both sides of the Atlantic would burn an effigy of the Pope. Yeah. <laughs> you suck, dude. It's uh, such an interesting form of, like, substitute human sacrifice. Like, mm-hmm. annual uh, substitute yeah, like every year we will sacrifice a man mm-hmm. to remember not to do it again. To remember, don't betray the government. <laughs> to remember your place. <laughs> Except we're uh, you know civilized now, so we just yeah. burn an effigy. And it makes sense why um, that happens if you from Vendetta then, because at that point the you know it's an alternate universe where uh, England is a police state, and the whole point is you know to. Go against the government. Yeah. And the whole point of Guy Fawkes Day is still, I think at that point, everybody's pretty much forgotten about it. But, like, the point is, in in the reverse, uh, is supposed to be, like, don't forget that you can rebel against tyrants who mm-hmm. are fighting against you. Yeah. Like, the religion's completely taken out of it, and it's just, like, people who are trying to oppress you mm-hmm. uh, instead of the other way around. I know. I had no idea if religion was that big of a part of of it. I'm like, yeah. I don't know. He just like didn't like the government. I thought it was treason. Yeah. I thought it was just government stuff. It's like, oh, it's religion. Okay. It's I mean, very religious. That makes based. sense. Religion is government. Right. Is, totally. Yeah. At this point, yeah. yeah. Definitely. Um, so the tradition starts dying down in the United States in the 18th century. So in the Victorian era, we would just say, like, whatever. We're not involved anymore with you. Yeah. So like your holiday is weird and we don't need it. Uh, they didn't do it to us. <laughs> like, yeah. And by the 18, I mean, by the 19th century, most people, you know, in America, like generations and generations of Americans mm-hmm. in, you know. So, like, they have almost no connection with England in that way. Yeah. So it's a weird holiday to celebrate then and we, at that point. We have our own, like, kind of er- early winter holiday. Yeah. So it's, like, very specifically American. Yeah. So we're fine. Um, Our own myths and things to do. But in England, they will, like, hang out with their friends and family, set off fireworks, light bonfires, go to parades, and sometimes burn effigies of fox. They don't really do it that much anymore, Mm -hmm. I don't think. Um, Which is kind of great because that sounds so much more like Alaska Thanksgiving than your typical American Thanksgiving because it gets so dark. Right. They're like, let's do some fireworks. Like, let's do bonfire and fireworks because we can't do fireworks on the 4th of July because it's too bright outside. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. So we <laughs> we move it a little bit. Right. And we do it on Thanksgiving or near Thanksgiving. Because, like, once you moved here, you told me you'd never been to, like, 4th of July <laughs> Right. I've never seen, like, 4th of July fireworks before. <laughs> because there's no reason to do it there. 
Um, but it does feel weird that they're, like, blowing things up to celebrate things not blowing up. Like, mm-hmm. that's bizarre. You know, because, like, yeah. our 4th of July is, like, blowing things up because war. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we won. Yeah. So we're like, woo! Mm-hmm. But, like, yeah, it, it feels weird. It is human sacrifice. <laughs> Mostly. You are—it is a yeah. rit- ritual human sacrifice. So usually they toss straw effigies of Fox into fires. Mm-hmm. Um, in more recent years, they do it to political figures yeah. like Putin mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah. Like, think about it. You never throw in someone you like. Nope. Um, traditionally, children go around and they ask a uh, penny for a, for a guy or for the guy. Mm-hmm. So they're like, it's like trick-or-treating. Oh, sure. Like, Guy Fox Day ends up being like Halloween and Fourth of July <laughs> and Thanksgiving at yeah, the same time. Yeah. And you're just like, it's too many. I can't. It's too combined. It's confusing. Mm-hmm. What's the point? What's happening? Yeah. Uh, it is great how few holidays there are when you kind of like isolate elements there's like getting candy holidays there's like barbecue and Mm -hmm. fireworks holidays there's bonfire holidays there's eating a lot holidays like holidays there's gift holidays yeah like there's like romantic (laughs) love based (laughs) holidays there's like uh, i don't know fire holidays there's food holidays yeah it's like they're categories yeah they're categories and we don't combo them they're just they're separate Oh, and if it's a food holiday, it's a sweet food or it's a savory food holiday. And it usually does not mix. No. Unless it is the holiday of the year, usually a winter solstice, when Mm -hmm. it's all of the food. Yeah. Because cranberry sauce doesn't count as sweet. No. usually get like there's pie. You might get like an orange or a pie. Yeah. Maybe some chocolates. Um, So, yeah, they go around asking for pennies. Cool. Can I have a penny? Uh, very English in my mind. Yeah. Penny. Very poor. Can I have a penny? I need a penny. Sorry, is this like getting racist to England? <laughs> we're, we're just like espousing all of our most like <laughs> it's, it's because, stereotypical things. I mean, it's we know. because of things like uh, Oliver. Yeah. That like that's what it is in our brain. Yeah, exactly. Th- there's famous stories <laughs> from England about poor kids needing money. Yeah. So that's it. It's because you made them all work in the big wheels underground. <laughs> we also had poor kids who needed money. It's fine. We just didn't make a play we just out of put it. Put them in factories and <laughs> shove them in a corner. We didn't have a Dickens. No, we did not. We just had people making books about giant whales that's right. that they wanted to kill. Uh, so guards perform an annual search of Parliament to check for potential oh, arsonists. That's fun, but it's like ceremonial. They don't really think anyone's going to do it. Well, of course not. Just like people don't really think they need to like spook ghosts out of their house yeah. when they go hunting for trick or treat. But they'll, they'll do a like a round of the grounds yeah, and a search. That's cute. It's nice. Yeah. Um, and you know maybe somebody would. So what, like, what if they did? Yeah. I'm imagining like, what if the queen just hides something for them? <laughs> you know. She's like, find one of my corgis. Yeah, <laughs> find find the corgi. I hid him in one of the storage units. Find him. He'll, he's, don't worry. He has food and water. He's fine. He's, he's very safe. He's happy to hide. Mm-hmm. He's, I told him to be very quiet. <laughs> put, put a little costume on him so he looks like dynamite. Looks like Guy Fox. Oh, dynamite. <laughs> I mean, you I could, was like, put a little hat on him. Amazing. There's so many corgis. You could have a Guy Fox corgi and like some log corgis. He's just out there with a match. Oh, oh. <laughs> One corgi is just a giant match. Uh, hilarious. I love, <laughs> I love the corgi. And then, one, and then one of them is a giant gunpowder. <laughs> giant giant gunpowder corgi. I don't know how to say this. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lewis, Lewis, L-E-W-E-S, it's a town. 
in England, uh-huh. uh, in so- like southeastern England. They're like the most dedicated to Guy Fox Day. Uh-huh. They like are real intense about it. They like paint their faces and scream in the streets. It's a lot. Mm-hmm. We're it's going a, like it's aggressive Aztec about it. Yeah, yeah cool. it's aggressive. I like that. Um, and they have six bonfire societies whose what? memberships are grounded in the family history, stretching back for generations to the original people. They are like Halloween Town, but it's like yeah, uh, people. They're legit about it, dude. People killing. I, yeah. I am all about this. They're really intense. I like that. Yeah, it's it's weird because, like, the town is known for being anti-Catholic. <laughs> yeah. And then they throw this big thing and have societies of people who were related to those yeah. Catholics. Yeah. So it's, like, confusing. But, like, do whatever you want. What, it, like, how, wow. Like, being in a town that is still known, it's like, mm-hmm. maybe don't go there no, if you're Catholic. don't do that. I, just Guy Fox has to be so awkward if you're Catholic. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, what? I often think that about being religious in general. Sure. History must be awkward if there's a lot of you in it. Yeah, that's fair. That's just like just the more of you is in history, the more awkward it's going to be. But just like a specific holiday celebrating your demise or like yeah. your people failing. Yeah. When you still are there, you know, it's like, <laughs> yeah. like it's got to be like if you're English and you live in America and then they were like, woohoo, we beat you, pew pew. And then they're like, dude, it's like hundreds of years. Do we have to? <laughs> Come on. And it's like, we do have to. We do. Yeah. Get over it. It's our birthday. But like this is more awkward because these people are probably English. They're mm-hmm. just... Catholic, and yeah. they're like, ha-ha, loser, ha-ha. don't mess up or we'll burn you. <laughs> Just Ooh. like this little straw man. Mm-hmm. Look, this is you. And, whoosh. and your pope. Whoosh. And it's like, don't be mean to the pope. No, he seems fine. They seem okay now. They're, they're fine. They're we just don't, old, whatever. Has a Catholic tried to kill you lately? Come on. Dude. In this country? <laughs> in this century? <laughs> I mean, in this country? <laughs> True. I, in, in this region of the country? Mm-hmm. In this city? Uh, and they celebrate not only in England, but also South Africa, Canada, New Zealand, Australia. Anything England owned probably celebrates it, you know? The Commonwealth. Yeah. And South Africa. If at some point they owned it, you probably celebrated it sometime, mm-hmm. you know? Maybe not like India, but like whatever. England currently, I looked this up, is 9.6% Catholic compared to 22% of Americans are Catholic, which I thought was high. Um, I mean, all those immigrants and, like, wave after wave of different countries of immigrants. Mm -hmm. And they're all up in the one corner that we're not close to. So that's the other reason why, like— uh, when I think about Catholics, I don't I don't think about America being very Catholic, but right. And then we're getting like a ton of like Mexican immigrants, yeah. Now, but like there there was like that's why people didn't want to vote for Kennedy because they were afraid of he was like Catholic, yeah. right? We talked about that, yeah. Um, like all the Irish, there was so much anti-Irish sentiment mm-hmm. and so much anti-Italian sentiment, right. and a lot of that was just anti-Catholic. And it's fascinating to me too because we talk about. Um, Scotland and Mary Queen of Scots mm-hmm. and how Catholic they are at the time. And then now they're 16% Catholic. It's very low mm-hmm. compared to 78% of Irish people are Catholic still. Yeah. So it survived somewhere uh-huh. in the British Isles. <laughs> we just put them over there. See, it's there's something to be said for islands. Yeah. So there was a study in 2003 by the Center of Explosion Studies. <laughs> oh, wow. At the University of, um, I have to try to say this right, Aberystwyth, Bristwith? I think so. Uh, it's in Wales. That's why I can't well, say it. Also, first of all, 
Um, the name of your place is amazing. Yeah. Center, Center of, of Explosion uh, Studies. Amazing. Yeah. That that's like a thing. That's a thing you can do. That's yeah. so cool. So they were asked to like kind of equate this to modern stuff. Yeah. What force are we looking at? And they're, they said that they were doing like giving, you know, because it's hard for them, they said, to know because they don't know how potent gunpowder is in mm-hmm. the 1600s. They don't know how big these barrels are. Like there's a lot of elements, but they like, were equating. Yeah, like how full are they? Yeah, et right. cetera. Exactly. And they don't know what the mixture is. So they're assuming, you know, just by general standards of the time that w- one barrel is probably the equivalent to like a stick of dynamite. Okay. TNT. Uh, and so then they have 36 sticks of dynamite. Okay. Which is a lot. Mm-hmm. You don't need that much usually to do <laughs> things. Imagining that scene in Lost where yeah. uh, they're like, it's very delicate. And then he just explodes. <laughs> yeah. You're like, oh. Oh. Serious. Very delicate. Okay. Very delicate. Got it. He, we, we didn't understand okay. the emphasis on very. Okay. I You said very the first time. I didn't I really didn't, believe it. I didn't listen right. Sorry. I, didn't, I, I hear you now. <laughs> yeah. Um. And so if Fox was able to ignite them, they think that destruction would have been in a 40-yard radius, uh, that the walls, roofs, and uh, would all be destroyed at 100 yards, uh, and that windows would be broken as far as 900 yards away from the center point. Okay. So it's pretty big. Mm -hmm. Um, And so they say the Houses of Parliament and Westminster Abbey would have been completely destroyed. Whoa. Uh, while structures in Whitehall about a third of a mile away would have been damaged, too. Mm-hmm. So it's, it would have done what they wanted it to do yeah. if they hadn't been caught. So good. <laughs> All right. Good estimation on your part and, like, good that you were caught because that's a lot of <laughs> that's, bad. That's a lot of damage. Rough. Yeah. I was like, it's, it's going to be something stupid, like they collapse, like, the floor above them or something. Nope. It's like, no, wow, you actually did it. They did the math. They figured it out. You made a football size, like, football stadium-sized crater. And the thing is, like, the reason that we remember it as Guy Fox Day or that we know him the most is because he gets caught. Mm-hmm. Which, like, one, sucks. Yeah. You know? For him. And two, like, it sounds like Catesby's plan, at least this part, was, like, going to work. Mm-hmm. And, like, the only reason it doesn't work is because he gets caught. Yeah. Like, right before. And because someone rats them out, which seems to be their general problem, is that they can't trust the people that they talk to, even when they swear on holy books. I'm really bad about that. Yeah. So good for you, doofus. But I mostly, like, I feel, I, I really am curious, like how Guy Fox would feel about this. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, he, obviously he's dead, but like... My name is Guido. If he's like, look at you, why you keep saying Guy? <laughs> but if like if he's like able to look down from wherever or like watch what's going on yeah. or look up wherever he's looking from. Yeah, I'm like very uh, generous. <laughs> Sideways. I don't know where he is. Yeah. But like if he was able to see this, like... Sideways. Would he be like impressed that people remember him and like happy about it? Or would he be, like, embarrassed that, like, they're still celebrating his failure for, like, 400 years? Or, like, how would you feel that it's been watered down so much that yeah. a lot of people don't Don't care. even know. They don't know or they don't care. Yeah, like, they don't understand the point. Like, the only reason they know your name is because they're like, it's a day where we set stuff on fire. Right. It's a day. You're a bird in the Harry Potter books. Yeah. Kind of. Right. He is. He's That's uh, who Fox is named after. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, but like, also you can be Catholic and live there now. Yeah. Uh, also, apparently, Fox proved uh, an effective fundraising rally cry for one-time U.S. presidential candidate Ron Paul. 
What? Who garnered more than $4 million on the holiday in 2007 from a website commemorating Fox. From whom? I don't know. From the English? People just donated to it. I don't know. <laughs> so who. weird. It's really weird. Well, and I assume they have to be from America. He yeah. has to get American donations. You can't get foreign donations for your Well, thing. you're not supposed to. You're not supposed to. But then again, he wasn't elected. So and also, I don't... like, it's a website, so I don't yeah. know how good he was at controlling that. He's <laughs> like, can you prove you're from America? <laughs> They're using early cryptocurrencies. In 2007. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Before it was Bitcoin, it was like Itcoin. Yeah, you said Fox is named after Guy Fox um, since he periodically explodes. <laughs> and is reborn from the ashes. Yeah, it's a joke mm-hmm. from an English woman. It's a fire joke. <laughs> J.K. Rowling who wrote it. It's like, hey, get it? I remember uh, when I was first reading Harry Potter, like, I don't know the history of Guy Fox, yeah. obviously, when you're yeah. like, I don't know, when did the first books come out? Like 1990 oh, something. Yeah. Before the 2000s, anyway. So, yeah. yeah. Like, single digits, child in America. I don't know who the hell Guy Fox is. Yeah. So, I'm reading and I'm like, it's Fockies? <laughs> Faucus? Hmm. Fockies. I don't know. Fockies, that's a weird name. For I think bird. that's one of the ones that I think, like, I just wouldn't even pronounce in my mind. Yeah. Like Hermione. I just didn't say anything in my brain, I just skipped it. I think I said uh, Hermione. Yeah, I think that's yeah. pretty common. Hermione. Or and something. it was. Um, and it was a little bit worse because we had a teacher reading it to us, and that's yeah. how she pronounced it. Ah, uh, yeah, that doesn't. For a long time. So I'm right. like, I guess it's Hermione. I guess that's what it is. It's like I read this book, and the main character's name was Dane, but I read it as Diane the whole book because <laughs> my brain corrected it. Diane Cook. You know? And then it was like, because it was D-A-I-N-E. Mm-hmm. So my brain was like, Diane. Yeah. You know? And then I said something about it to somebody because I was while I was reading it, and they had already read it, and they were like, it's Dane. And I was like, what? And then I like looked at it, it was, and I was like, oh. <laughs> and I was like, I'm so stupid. It is. I need to learn how to read. Ugh. I have very mild dyslexia <laughs> where I'm like, what? Yeah. Stupid. But uh, I have one more quote to end us on. Oh, and I also have about something. About the guy. Okay. Go ahead. Oh. Um, mine's really stupid. Do it. Okay. So his name was uh, John Johnson, mm-hmm. and we've been making fun of him by saying Jan Johnson. Mm-hmm. Have you heard of that song? No. So I really only know this because my family or my dad is from Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. So everyone in Wisconsin knows this song. Yeah. But I guess it's a big motif in like Slaughterhouse Five okay. by Kurt Vonnegut. Sure. Uh, but it goes, my name is Jan Janssen. I come from Wisconsin. <laughs> I work in a lumber mill there. Uh, every day on the street, all the people I meet ask me, what is my name? Uh-huh. And I say, my name is Jan Janssen. I come from Wisconsin. <laughs> I work in a lumber mill there. Uh, as I walk down the street, all the people I meet ask me, what is my name? And there are different, you know, ways to sing it. Sure, but, yeah. But every time we say, say Jan, Jan Janssen, like, Wisconsin. Oh, it's a... Yes, very. All the Wisconsinites are going to be like, ha, ha, ha. Hi, Jan Janssen. Ah, and everybody else is like, okay. <laughs> very Protestant. <laughs> wow. <laughs> very very Germanic Swedish. Love it. Uh, but I have a quote from uh, historian William B. Robison of Southeastern Louisiana University. Of course. And uh, he says, every generation reinvents Guy Fox to suit their needs. But Fox was just one of the flunkies. Yeah. It really should be Robert Catsby's day. But it's uh, not. But it ain't. If you wanted it to be your day, you should have been there. <laughs> if you wanted it to be your day, <laughs> you should have been setting the fuse. You should have done the work. Should have been setting the fuse. 
You didn't. Nope. So, so you don't get it. You don't get it. And honestly, maybe he's happier that it's not him. It's less embarrassing. Yeah. People don't remember it. You just got forgot. They don't remember how, yeah, unlike the 5th of November, which should never be forgotten. Yeah. But it just reminded me of, like, you know, when we talked about Benjamin Franklin and, like, how every generation decides whether or not they like or hate him for mm-hmm. various reasons of yeah. their own political interest. And, like, it's so weird to me that, like, historical figures are used for, like, I don't know. To prove your own point. Well, right, because they're not, in a way, they're not real people. They're just yeah. narrative figures. Yeah, they're not real anymore. Um, you can use them as you want, just the way people use, like, Shakespeare, whoever they yeah. want. And, like, the, you know, like, part of why I wanted to talk about this was because I didn't, like, you know, I really like Before and Dead. It's one of my favorite movies. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't know anything about actual Guy Fox or yeah. anything. And it's, like, in some ways sad because, like... To me, from the movie, and then, like, with Anonymous and everything, yeah. that it's, like, Guy Fox is, like, you know, the symbol of, like, resistance and, like, um, going up against a force that's, like, trying to take you down, you mm-hmm. know, and, like, that uh, is doing so with, like, ill intent and, like, the wrong reasons and, like, being controlling, right? Mm-hmm. And then you actually learn about Guy Fox and you're, like, he kind of sucks. I don't know. Like, he's... <laughs> yeah. He doesn't seem to be worth the hype of mm-hmm. his, like, you know, moniker. But also, like, I bet he'd love that. Yeah. You know? He's, mean, like, uh, he's inspiring people to resist. A match really isn't very um, splendid compared to an explosion. Yeah. But you need one to start the other. Mm-hmm. And that, like, you know, in England, he's treated as, you know, still kind of, like, Oh, haha, we beat you, whatever. But that, like, other places that he's like, no, like, like your face became a mask for people to be like, we're gonna do this, mm-hmm. you know, like you're inspiring, but the, the, the effort you put in is inspiring for us to do this. Yeah, there is amount of uh, respect, I suppose. Yeah. Even if you got caught because you're a stupid doofus and like, why are you there so early? You dumb. Right. And <laughs> um, I think it's notable yeah. that the kind of reinterpretation of Guy Fawkes as a heroic figure mm-hmm. was by Alan Moore, who is himself an English writer. Yeah. So, like, if anyone knows mm-hmm. or should know, yeah. it's him. It's not like, you know, yeah, someone from Mongolia or someone mm-hmm. from, like, no, somewhere that has absolutely nothing to do with that history. It's right. like, that seems interesting. I think I'll use it. And that, like, you know, English England doesn't have a lot of... Um, a lot of these. Mm-hmm. They don't have a lot of resistance plots that, like, get anywhere near succeeding in any way. Yeah. So I think, like, he's kind of, if you're doing, like, a resistance symbol, one of your only options mm-hmm. in English history. <laughs> it's quite boring in their government, like, once they decide to include the people, it's like, okay, and now it's done. Mm-hmm. You know, their revolution <laughs> to become what they are is much more dull compared to some other countries. Mm-hmm. In a good way, in that people don't die as much and it's not as terrible, but also... You know, in a way that doesn't lead you to have a lot of, like, heroes in mind when you're like, we got to change some stuff. Yeah. So. It makes sense. Like, grim and kind of boring at the same time, which is so English of them. Right. Like, how did you make it so scary and so boring? Yeah. And it's kind of beautiful in V for Vendetta that it's like, you know, like, especially you mentioning Alan Moore being English, that it's like a... V in it is, like, finishing his job, mm-hmm. you know? He, like, yeah. gets it done. And it's, like, this is, you know, this is what could have happened. This is what you were trying to do. And uh, I think it'll be better. And mm-hmm. it'll help people. And yeah. Be good. Uh, and you should watch V Vendetta. It's real beautiful. 
It's really nice. Real great. Some really fantastic mm-hmm. Natalie Portman. And uh, very um, accurate to the novel generally. Very, like, beautifully stylized, fantastic mm-hmm. soundtrack. Like, they changed some things, but I think they're good things. So As far as, like, Alan Moore, um, like, media interpretations, pro- the best one. Well, I agree. Let's, let's just say the best one. I agree. I think Watchmen's pretty good, too, but... As the as the general idea, they change mm-hmm. things, but once again, I think it's kind of like for the best. It makes yeah. sense. Uh, Alan Moore wouldn't know; he didn't watch anything after *League of Extraordinary Gentlemen*, which was <laughs> that's fair. An incredible failure. That's fair. It was nothing at all like the novel he wrote. Gosh, I did like the movie though. It's just sure. It's just fun, but it has nothing to do with what he did. Like nothing, and that's why like, <laughs> which is so sad because then he just yeah. he didn't watch *V for Vendetta*, which mm-hmm. upsets me because I do think he'd like it. Yeah, you know, but he was like, I just can't watch these anymore. Because that one was so bad. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, but, like, some of the other ones are so much better. Man, who knows? That guy is impossible to please. He's insane. He's He looks like a wizard, and he is. <laughs> he needs to just go to his hut and <laughs> take a nap that lasts forever. I mean, that's pretty much and what I he does th- And I think he'd be happier. Yeah. I think we'd be happier. <laughs> but he's got some great stuff. You should read it. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, read his stuff. Uh whether it makes you angry or makes you think or yeah. whatever, it's good to read. It's good. Um, and specifically Watchmen, like, not to go off on a tangent here at the end, but we will. Watchmen uh, is on the Times, like, or the Time Magazine, like, 100 best novels list ever. Mm-hmm. And it's 99th, so it's not high, but it's <laughs> the only graphic novel on the list. Which is mm, unfair. They they are biased yeah. against graphic novels. Of course they are, and yeah. they're and they're biased towards um, like classics. Yeah, obviously, like old dead white yes. guys. Yes, but like that kind of to me makes it incredible that mm. it's even on there. Yeah, like that they were like we can include one, I guess, and that if they were going to include one, that's Watchmen, which mm-hmm. I think is deserved. Yeah, like uh, when I read Watchmen, I was like. People, I wish I had an English teacher have us read this in school. Yeah. Like, there's a lot to unpack here and think about, and I want to write a paper about it, even though I'm not assigned one. Mm-hmm. So, but I didn't, because yeah. I don't do essays if I don't have to. Right. Except for this. This is my <laughs> verbal essay to you. Mm-hmm. Guy Fox is a loser, but also <laughs> sort of a hero. Yeah. The first people yeah. to step forward in revolutions are generally losers. It's true. Anyway, we hope you learned a lot about the holiday, especially if you didn't know it was a holiday. Yeah, have a happy holiday. (laughs) And hey, a happy 5th of November. Go make an eggie in a basket and watch uh, your friend did it. It's a good way to celebrate. If Mm -hmm. you can't burn an effigy, and you probably shouldn't because Mm, the police will not be happy with you doing that because they won't know what it is you're doing it for. There's, like, laws. Yeah. Like, maybe if you live on a farm in the middle of nowhere and you can just have bonfires. Wow. Way to be, like, the creepiest farm ever. (laughs) Out in the middle of nowhere and just make, like, a giant human effigy and burn it. I'm just saying, like, you have a bonfire. Like, someplace, and then you have straw, probably, that you can make the effigy out of. Listen, if you have a giant dark farm, you (laughs) need to make a giant human effigy and burn it. You have to. Just to freak out the neighbors. And put a Guy Fox mask on it, even though it's plastic, (laughs) it'll just melt. They're going to be like, they hate 4chan. What? They're very anti-anonymous over here. Why do they hate the internet? Turn into a weird episode. Anyway, uh, thanks for listening to today's episode. We appreciate your listening. (laughs) 
sounds so clever. Bearing with us. We love our hysterians, and we especially love our patrons at the Patreon, who are, I'm going to just go in a random order, so it's okay. going to be chaos. Good luck. Uh, Sadie and Ashley and Kathleen and Gami, Lorena and Josh, Caitlin, Natalia, Julia, Natalie, Michael, and Daniel. Daniel. Thank all of you. Daniel. And goodbye. You the manual, Daniel. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.